You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This show contains adult material and swearing. You have been warned. Are you bored of modern dating? Being shown the same people half your friends have already matched with from the same app you keep deleting and downloading over and over again and going on the same boring dates to that bar near your house, which, let's be honest, you only go to so you can make your usual quick escape. Whatever we're doing is clearly not working. So it's time to change the narrative on how we find love. It's time to start looking for love in all the wrong places. I'll be going on a date with that guy who refers to himself as a wine connoisseur. Saying yes to the overly enthusiastic couple, trying to get me as their third. And having a drink with the man who is more interested in my feet than what I have to say. Not only that, I'm going on 28 of these dates in two months, only picking people who are the total opposite of my type. Will I find that special someone? Or will listening back to myself on these dates convince me that I should just quit dating for good? And instead, hang out with my adorable dog. (laughs) Dissecting my dates and listening in on all the cringiest moments will be my friend Roz. Every time I hear about a date, I go in and I cuddle my boyfriend. I'm like, thank God. And my friend Dan. Okay, the deadest flirting I've ever heard in my life. Who won't be giving me an easy ride. Honestly, if you had said that to me on a date, I would have walked out. (laughs) My friends think I'm mad. But how bad can it really be? It's time to find out. I'm Grace Campbell, and this is 28 Dates Later. Hi, Grace. Hi, Roz. How are you? I'm feeling nervous about this whole process, to be honest. I feel like nervous and you, Grace Campbell, do not work well together. How long have we known each other? How long have we been friends? 
I don't know, like fucking, oh my God, it's been years now. And in all that, I haven't known you once to be nervous or, or like even talk about being nervous. I know, there's a huge misunderstanding about me because I get so nervous, especially around like gigs and dates. And so I'm just nervous about the amount of people that I'm going to meet. And I don't know, some of them are maybe going to be freaks. <laughs> so we are both going on well you're going on 28 dates and I get to listen to them all which I'm actually just cringing for you so bad um but like how are these going to be different because I know like obviously you know we've gone on nights out before like you do meet guys on nights out so how is this wilder how is this different (laughs) love that thank you just for firstly clarifying that I've got game which I do because I don't want anybody (laughs) listening to think that I don't have game because I do Grace Desperado Campbell (laughs) Um, I've just gotten into like such a routine with my dating which is what you've witnessed I'll go out I'll meet a guy I'll have sex with him I'll wake up and I'll never want to see him again and it's just like this (laughs) this is literally the night out we had so you know the vibe I am single and I'm a bit bored of my dating life and so I thought the so called right ways of meeting people just haven't been working for me so I'm going to try some unconventional ways of finding love so you're telling me I can live my dating life vicariously through you. You can. Yeah. This and is you great. will, Rose. That's yeah. what you're going to do. Because I have been in a heterosexual monogamous relationship trap since I was probably <laughs> 17. Well, I'd say 14. God. I, I've actually never gone on a dating app in my life, um, which oh, I don't know. Oh, it must be nice, Rose. <laughs> must be fucking no. nice. As I said, I started fucking get into long-term relationships before there was even dating apps i'm like a relic okay um so like what apps are you using are you using apps what, what's going on well there are first of all so many apps i'm using in this that i have never even heard of before so for this day i used an app called seeking right now this sorry was... is this seeking arrangements yes okay this is an app i do know like grace isn't this not for like when you like <laughs> i don't know like you're looking for a sugar daddy or something yeah, why Why wouldn't I be looking for a sugar daddy? <laughs> I need to stop being a no, necro Grace, baby and sorry. find a real sugar daddy. I, I'm just going to read out there, Grace Campbell, you'll be the worst sugar baby ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I miss the days when the sugar babes just released music. Now, now Grace Campbell's a sugar babe. So I met this guy, right? Now on Seeking, you have like uh, usernames, which is also feels very like 2010. But he referred to himself as the high-end bachelor, right? Okay. So when we sat down on the date, the first thing I asked him was why he'd referred to himself as the high-end bachelor on Seeking. Thank you so much for meeting me. That's right, no worries. So tell me, why are you called the high-end bachelor? So use that website for dating. yeah. It's so obviously other means Seeking. for it. Yeah. Yeah. So other people use it for other means. But for me, it's more um, very busy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Always flying in and out of the country. What do you do? A bit spoiled, really. Oh, really? Trust fund baby. Wait, what? <laughs> You're a trust fund baby? Yeah. Okay. Never worked. Because my pictures are quite out there, aren't they, as well? Let's be honest. I'm not... I haven't gone you, under You touch. have all... All of your pictures, you have sunglasses on there. Yeah. Why is that? So... Um, just a thing with our friends. We're always out in glasses and we're always taking right. pictures of each other. It's, it's, just, it's just the way it is, right? You're perfect. You're both Nepo babies. <laughs> I know. And I love that he's just actually brutally honest. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm just a trust fund baby. I'm spoiled. So on his profile, it says that he's a chivalrous gentleman seeking a philanthropist. <laughs> 
Don't you think that sounds like me? <laughs> Don't you think I could be a philanthropist? I could be like Julie Cooper in the OC, like a really, really rich wife who just does fundraisers. And is secretly laundering money. <laughs> secret, I was actually just going to say secretly swindling all the money. Yeah, I yeah, could see you doing that. Yeah, yeah that could so be me. This lad, I'm obviously looking at his profile now, like, he kind of looks like Pitbull. He does look a bit like Pitbull. Yeah, yeah look, he does look like Pitbull. He's the lad you see in the club, like, just hanging around the ladies' toilets. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's always got the bottles in the club. Yeah, like, yeah That's yeah. his vibe. And he's also, like, not to be rude, but, like, you know, he's in his 40s. That's quite a lot older than me. And also, like, I've never gone on a date with someone that old before. But he's quite, like, like you know, in his pictures, he's got, like, a Cartier bag to suggest he's just been to Cartier. He has the vibe of, like, I'm on a private jet. <laughs> so, like, Grace, if he doesn't work and he's loaded and he travels around the world, what does he do with his time? Well, that's why I asked him, because I was like, mm, something's not quite adding up here. I like casinos, like my spas. I do you play poker? Like roulette. Okay. Probably there four times a week. I'll go there because I go, look, if I go to a nightclub, it's five grand. The way my friends party. So, forget that. When I used to go a few years ago, I always used to have, like, three girlfriends, four girlfriends at a date at the same time. And I always used to take... (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah, So they all knew about each other. Well, was it just sort of like... No, three serious girlfriends. At the same time? Yeah. And they'd all stay with me as well in the south. At the same time? Yeah. But would you take all of them to the casino? Yeah, you'd take them. Yeah, yeah, they loved it. And did they enjoy it? Yeah, they were quite submissive. In the sense of chilled, didn't ask for too much. Oh my but, god. So like can I just Roz, I just took a video of your fucking face. Your face just then was going through so many different modes. So I was like, okay, yeah, like he goes sixteen or four times a week, plays book or like who am I should, whatever. And then he was like, No wonder he doesn't work. How is he keeping three or four girlfriends on the go? Like serious, not even just like hanging out with three or four girls. Serious girlfriends. Who has the energy? Who has the time? Grace, you wouldn't fit into that. Sorry, no. he said they're all submissive. You No, I know. I know. But <laughs> you'd be plotting everyone's escape. You'd be like having a little <laughs> ring against him. I mean, at that point I was like, obviously this is not someone that's a potential suitor for me, but I'm also obsessed. Like I'm like fascinated by what he's telling me because some of it I'm just like, oh, you so could be lying. You so could have not had three girlfriends at one time. Yeah, no, he could completely be a liar. But I'm also like, what are the girls getting out of it? What is he offering? Like, why is he on that site? He's going on a date with you, but like, what is the end goal for him? Well, I think it's that he had arrangements with them, I guess, where he's giving them a bit of a salary, which, you know, like, there's a part of that that, like, appeals to me loads because I was saying this to my mum the other day. I was like, you know, I do really want my next boyfriend to be really rich. And she was like, I don't know how I've raised a daughter to, like, like, say that. But, you know, what, I just have sex with someone a few times and then they're giving me a chunk of money a month. Like, that would be really nice. I could take my friends on holiday. Like, I get it. Well, I did hear Rupert Murdoch just broke (laughs) up. He's single. He's single now, guys. I'll tell you something for free i am rupert murdoch's worst nightmare (laughs) hey drew scott here and i'm jonathan scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from american family insurance they can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This lad, is this just his lifestyle? Like, this is just his life goal to have loads of women? No, at one point he was telling me about how much he's dated. Just really excessively done the Playboy life. Just to give you an example, I dated over a thousand women in three years. A different one every Say night. Say that again. So, <laughs> so over three year, a three-year period, I dated a different woman every single night. 
That's over a thousand women. How did you have the time? Because you don't drop, you have a job. No, I was still doing <laughs> stuff. I was literally gymming three o'clock in the afternoon, getting ready at five, leaving at seven, getting to Mayfair. Where were you meeting them all? Mayfair, uh, Central. Really? Oh, apps, yeah, apps, yeah, yeah, apps. All apps. But I thought, let me do a little test here. I wanted to test all the star signs for dating. I wanted to test all the age groups within legal reasons, uh, limits. And then I'd done all the um, different cultures. And I went, As an experiment? Yeah. That period, I wanted to just iron out a lot of things that were bugging me. Lads, <laughs> we should go to him for, for a card reading at this stage. He should have his own fucking podcast. I'm sorry, I can't even say, I can't even say like, oh, what's, what is this, an experience? Because you're pretty much doing the same thing. No, I but, know, um, I know. He went on a date on that average, I'm not great at maths, but like pretty much every single day for three years. But do you think that means that he would be amazing in bed? No. No. Yeah. No. I agree. Maybe he's lying. <laughs> Maybe I just he's lying. I, I just find this highly suspicious. Although he did go on a date with you, so maybe he's just... <laughs> <laughs> he's probably just like, anyone, anyone! Do you know what? He was giving me very strong Dan Bilzerian vibes. Oh. Like, he had very poker, casino, always got loads of women with him. So sorry, had... this is the guy who's like... Remember he was like viral on Instagram for a while because he was like... The most outrageous photos. He's always on a yacht with like bare women and guns. <laughs> Just traveling all over the world, loads of hot women around him and in casinos. Yeah, yeah that, like- that's, he was giving me that kind of vibe of that kind of man. Flashy with money, loves having hot women around, loves being at the table in the club with all the bottles and the grey goose, whatever you want. He just gave me that vibe. A lot of people get money, men can't handle it. And I think to be a man, you've got to have not just money. Your mind is the most important. Mm. That's got to be in check. You've got to be physically in check to a certain degree. I'm not saying you've got to be a supermodel. Or you've got to be yes. healthy. I might only be 41, but I've got the mindset of a 90-year-old. I've got the experience of a 90-year-old. So I'm a bit like, this might sound cliche, but like a Sean Connery type, if you like. Right, okay. <laughs> Old school, kind of, yeah. whatever. Grace, I'm actually just like... I thought he was comparing himself to a 19-year-old. He's like, you need to have a sharp mind, you need to have a sharp body, you need to have a... Obviously, Bami, you need to have a sharp dick, like, oh my God. And he's like, I'm like a 9-year-old. I'm like, that is not a good reference. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, Grace. I'm just like astonished. Have you even found this guy? No, I know. But this is, this is what I think that whole world of sugar daddies is full of. And it's a world that we're not exposed to ever. Do you know what well, I mean? Like, I don't go to clubs like that anymore. I used to go to clubs that he goes to when I was 16 and using a fake ID. And I said to him, I was like, I would be hell on a night out because I would probably get in a fight with one of your friends who was probably being like misogynistic or something. Mm. We would not, it would not go well. And also I would not get let into the club because I wouldn't be wearing high heels and I never brush my hair. Like, I'm your idea of hell. And, he still went on with the date. Yeah, so obviously he was talking loads about like his money, but as you are as well, Roz, we're both girl bosses. So I was asking him about what I could do maybe with my money and asking him advice as I always do when I meet rich people. If I was going to invest in one thing, yeah. what do you think it should be? It depends how much you've got to invest. Tell me what you got, tell me what you want, and I'll tell you what to do. Okay. So I believe in life. Look, you, if you have your base sorted, which is a property. Yeah. Maybe some investment property. Be it one, two, three, or four, five, whatever. You've got all your materialistic crap out of the way. 
um, your watches, your bracelets, yeah. your whatever, whatever. Once you've got that out of the way, whatever you own is for yourself. <laughs> he didn't give you any advice. <laughs> he basically just said, once you're rich enough to get anything that anyone ever really wants this day and age. All you need, your watches, your cars, your property. Once you've got that, it's like, thanks, mate. Didn't think of that. <laughs> I'm great now. I honestly thought he was going to be like, you need to invest in this company. Right now, they're hot. What? That was no advice. I want someone to tell me to do yeah. that. I want to be told where to invest my money. There were moments, yeah, when this just felt like I was on a date with one of my dad's friends. I, I honestly can tell, Grace, like, from knowing your dad online and me- meeting him a few times, really, like, I do not think your dad would be friends with this man. No, that's true. No, that's <laughs> that is true. This guy is very not my dad's brand. My dad hangs out with, like, Foot politicians and like you people. Footballers. You're like football yeah, politicians. and then ex footballers. Like that's his ex-footballers. only friends. His only friends are ex politicians, ex footballers, and like some like he's a bit of a star fucker. My dad. <laughs> so like for those who may not know who your dad is, and like I'm saying that because I'm from Ireland and I'm not up with UK politics. I didn't know who your dad was before. So he's... all I know is now I'm like. Who was playing him in Love Actually? That's what I want to know. <laughs> he had a show actually based on him, well, sort of loosely based on him, which was called The Thick of It, which then became Veep in America. But his name is Alistair Campbell. That's my dad. And he worked for Tony Blair, who was obviously the Prime Minister here for a long time. He's worked in the Labour Party. And now he's just a very, very outspoken person in the UK. He's always going on the news shouting about the current government and he hates Brexit and he loves to rant about that but he's actually becoming just very known for being my father. Well the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because you're well known now for going on dates with sugar daddies. (laughs) (laughs) So like I want to know you went on obviously you're kind of trying to be a sugar baby he's a sugar daddy like what would be the arrangement if you were to date him like did he offer you money? At one point, he sort of said this thing, but I couldn't really figure out if it was like him using as an example or if he was actually offering me £10,000 a month. If I said to you, oh, Grace, you know what? It's ten grand a month. Passive Thank income. you. <laughs> it's ten grand. You're so funny. Thank you. That would be great. It's ten grand a month. That's, all, that's honestly... That's, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. My so, car. You should come out with me for a night out. Just, I'll, give, I'll give you my number later. Yeah. Go out. But I think... I'll show you my way. And you could say, yeah, it's a load of bollocks. Or actually, I really like it. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm just getting the creep so bad listening to that. Like, so 10 grand for what? No, and also re-listening to that, he is basically saying to me, come out to the yeah. casinos. If you like it, you'll get 10 grand a month. But no, no, no. Because he also said, come home with me. So what does that entail? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I don't know, but that's what I mean. Like I don't with, know. with a sugar daddy, like what is the deal? What is know, the like... deal? Is it all different levels? Some sugar daddies just want you to go out and have dinner with them. Would love. Yeah. Or is it they want more? Like where's the line? I think a lot of them want sex, is what I think. We don't know about him. Maybe he just wants a few girls. Well, he said they were girlfriends though. No, he was definitely shagging those those yeah. women. Definitely. Oh my God. I know. I know. With the mind of a 90 year old or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> he, probably won't, he probably doesn't remember any of their names. <laughs> no, I know. So Grace, I think the main question is, have you got sugar daddy out of your system? 
I think, yes, I don't think that's a lifestyle that's quite for me because, and I'm not going to generalise, but for the impression I got, I'm definitely way too opinionated and the opposite of subordinate for an arrangement where, like, there's that kind of transaction going on because I'm just too badly behaved in relationships. Yeah, and I also think that, how would you even tell your dad and your mum? I know. Well, I'd be like, listen, guys, you should be happy because, you know, I found a sugar daddy, so I don't need to financially sponge off of you lot anymore. <laughs> well, Grace, I can safely say he's very honest. No, actually, sorry, we don't know if he's being honest. Like, he could completely be bullshitting the whole thing. But I like how upfront he is about being a trust fund baby, like having an easy life, all that kind of stuff. He's not trying to have some, like, big package story that he's had dealt a hard life. You know, he has a dead yeah. easy. And, like... I love for him that he is living his best life and he's got a huge amount of income to fucking do whatever he needs to do with whoever he wants to do it with. But it's a no from me. No. Do you know what? Yeah, I I agree. But maybe one day, yeah, I'll be like checking in to a flight at an airport, right? And it'll be like British Airways, but I'm in economy or premium economy, right? And then he's there. And then he's like, I remember you, I had a nice time with you. I'll upgrade your flight and I'll pay for you to fly business class. Listen, if I ever see him in the airport, I'm going to go up and say, I know you. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you pay for my upgrade, please, yeah. mate? <laughs> Unless he's listened to this. I think you're a really nice guy. Now, I am in a long-term relationship, but I can be I can be of moral support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can you can be at the other end of the phone rolls. And when he does his podcast called One Thousand Dates, I can be <laughs> I can help him out. So Grace, your first date with a sugar daddy. How are you feeling about the next twenty seven dates? Oh my god, that's such a big number, Roz. <laughs> well look, Lisa's not nine hundred and ninety nine. That's true. And my sugar daddy, he had to really go through the trenches a lot more. But I do feel I'm in the trenches. 27 left. Like, I don't know how you're going to top a sugar daddy. I don't know, Roz. I feel like we are going to top it. Next time on 28 Dates Later. Honestly, if you had said that to me on a date, I would have walked out. Before you even finished the sentence, I would have walked out. I was really popular. I was the poshest girl in my I was. Year. I was popular for a posh girl. Twenty Eight Dates Later is produced by Novel for iHeartRadio. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. The series is presented by me, Grace Campbell, with help from Ros Purcell and Dan Y. The producer is Diggory Wade. The executive producer is Claire Broughton. Our editors are Mythily Rao and Max O'Brien. Production management from Cherie Houston and Charlotte Wall. Willard Foxton is our creative director of development. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love 
called Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.